We are currently picking a theme song to start with. No. We'll go back to this. If I can find it. You gotta put it close to the speaker. First. That's because you're 12. <laughs> All right, after a uh, quick break. It's a kid podcast with a millennial and her grandma. No, but it's like um, bench warmers when he goes to play baseball and it's like some uh, guy from like fucking Brazil or something like that. He hands the big birth certificate. I am 12 and it's a picture of him. I haven't seen that movie. Or he's like from like My So this is our, this is our theme song. Okay, anyways, so I'm going to let Jen do the intro. What's your take on this podcast? What, what does this mean to you? Like, what, what subject matter does it mean? No, like, what, what is this like for? Like a podcast? Why? No. What is this, a spelling bee? You just bee? said, you just, what, does, what does this mean? What is our podcast? How would you explain it to someone if you met some rando in the like street? Like, this particular podcast? Just in general. Oh, in general. Well, you're in luck, number one. Because we're really funny and cute. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening to this, I only have two words for you. You're welcome. <laughs> but, like, what do we talk about? What's our content? We talk about random it's shit. different. <laughs> That's the whole joy of a podcast is that we don't pre-plan anything. We will title it afterwards. I do know I want to talk about the Area 51 thing because uh, that's pretty funny and I re- I'm really into aliens and uh, paranormal stuff. I, we both absolutely love paranormal everything. Yeah, and um, true crime. theories, yeah. true crime. I've memorized all of the forensic files. Mm-hmm. I will tell you who did it, how, how they caught them. Mm-hmm. I also feel like I could kill somebody and probably get away with it. <laughs> That's good to know. Don't know if I want to put that out on the internet. <laughs> Too late. The person I would have killed, he would have been dead a long time ago. I would have put arsenic in my stepfather's chocolate. But they can track that. <laughs> Honestly, she's not wrong Listen, because... No, in the 90s, no one would have caught it because he was a fat piece of shit. But and he, he would have looked like and he to be honest, a heart attack. I can attest to that because he was a straight up piece of shit. Yeah. So there are some people that deserve, yeah. you know, to just not but be around. They, they could track it in his hair at that time. Listen, that's <laughs> called mitochondrial DNA. I know that's the mother carries this. So if you want to oh. Google it and see how smart Jen is, um, you can get mitochondrial DNA when you don't have the root, but it's from the mother. So if you want to match it to the killer oh, okay. or the killer's mother, then you'll know. You know, you'd find the killer that way. Man, they advanced the forensic files. They know what's up. They well, advanced shit. There's going to be a day where it's like, you smell someone's breath and you know their DNA. <laughs> You'd be like, oh my god, uh, you know, I'm going to smell this dead body and I can tell that it was a Dutch guy of, you know, Norwegian descent as well. He's blonde with blue eyes, he's left-handed, and he killed her <laughs> with the wrench in the ballroom. <laughs> That's a Clue reference for you fucking right? people that don't know what I'm talking about. Go watch Clue. It's a great movie. That's a movie? That's a board game. <laughs> so what after the movie? Okay, so this is exactly why Curry, yeah. they're... There should be young and old. Older. I'm not old. No, I'm not saying you're old, but that this is what the age difference... Yeah. I feel like it's such an important age difference. Like, I'm 28 and you are... 40. So with that <laughs> age difference... There's a lot Why'd of you cough? miss. Why'd you I'm coughing because that? I have fucking asthma. Yeah. Okay, but I um, that age difference allows for I feel like 
extra gaps to kind of be in play. Clearly, yeah. I don't even know what fucking Gremlins is. Like, I don't you know. Now you was, know what Gremlins yeah. is. Yeah, but we should talk about this Area Fifty One thing in September that everyone says they're going to meet. Someone planted it. They took it seriously on Facebook and said, Wasn't you know, it not a guy with, like, super long metal hair and, like, Elton John glasses? Listen, there's always somebody. That sounds like <clears throat> one of those rejects from the X-Files, yeah. you know? Yes. One of their little helpers on the show. So I'm pretty sure that uh, there are going to be those people that are either A, high, or looking for a good time, or that are rednecks. Yeah, I said, is redneck, like, offensive to say? I don't know, because... Disclaimer. We Disclaimer. discuss rednecks. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to say redneck a lot because um, I'm from the East Coast. There's a lot of rednecks down there. <laughs> like, we are, I'm allowed. We are one of them, essentially. Well, technically, we're just really good-looking rednecks, so I'm not insulting rednecks. I'd wear plaid. I just, uh, if you wear white sunglasses, you're a redneck. If, if you, you wear sunglasses on <laughs> your hat. the visor of your hat, guess what? You're a redneck. If you have an eyebrow piercing, you're a redneck. Oh, hell yeah. If you listen to um, Nickelback on yes. purpose... <laughs> and some for 41. You're and, a redneck. Uh, you wear uh, white socks pulled up mid-calf. If you have a, a Prince Albert piercing, you're a redneck. Yeah, if you um, put the cap on your head at the hair salon and pull the strands yes. out to get highlights, you're a redneck. You're, I don't even know what... They're also, I feel like they're in a different category. If you listen, I would like to say someone popular in country, but I don't know, but I'll be like, if you listen to, um, give me a, oh, someone. Shania like Twain. Dane guy. No, like some dude. Uh, oh. you listen to church. Isn't there a church guy that's a country guy? No. Um, I'm just trying know. to think of like, um, Ala Jackson. There. That's an older guy though. You wanted an old guy. Okay. Well, no, I mean like a new singer though. But anyways, if you listen to country. Taylor Swift. And you, <laughs> you, um. You drive camp a, without a air mattress, and uh, you have a dog named Butter. Blue. <laughs> Butter. Butter or Blue. <laughs> and um, your highlight of your weekend is going to Costco. Costco, maybe if you can fit in Home Depot. Mm-hmm. And that's a reference. I'm going to build myself a deck today. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to sit on it and drink some beer. Or put it this way. If you live in Oshawa... You're a redneck. Or anything east of Oshawa, <laughs> you're probably a redneck. Moving on, because a yeah. lot of people are going to hate us for that. Because like, I'm not a fucking redneck. If you just yelled to the podcast, <laughs> I'm not a fucking redneck, guess what? You're a redneck. True story. It's true. Nothing wrong with that. Just maybe remove the eyebrow. That's piercing. what you can smell in future DNA. It's, it's a true. redneck. It's true. I or, smell, or I smell uh, Pap's Blue Ribbon. It could be a Norwegian as well. All right, so if people are going to go to Area 51, good luck. You probably won't get far. It's a nice little thing that people have started, but I'm going to enjoy it from the pleasure of my, you know, iPhone and see what people are doing. But who, okay, who started it? Or, like, how did it come about? I don't know. I feel like someone just probably got fed up and decided we're just going to, like, I don't, I don't know if people realize if you've been to Area 51, I have not, but it's, like, thousands and thousands really? of acres. <clears throat> and I have friends that have gone. I've seen their videos. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. You can only get so far. And there's lots of other things. There's a black mailbox. There's all kinds of stuff that you can, you know, you should go watch that Shaun of the Dead guy movie. What's oh. it called? Shaun of the Dead? No. <laughs> uh, the one where he goes and does all the, he does all the stuff, the UFO stuff. But like, anyways, it's, it's a like... good time. Paul! It's called Paul. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. So they go to yeah. all the places. 
oh, that are like okay. alien related and they try and go to Area 51, right? But of course there's a fucking alien. So do you time. think that if a group of people go, that they're going to just get sniped? I think, they, I think they're going to get shot for sure. There's going to be some carnage. Because you're going to get the... I'm sorry. Not, they're not smartest people that can get in a car, that can pay for gas, and get there. And then if you get some extra crazies from, like, the UK or wherever that are going to pay to get on a flight and go out there, what do you really think is going to happen? Let's just, let's just go. Let's go back a little bit. Let's just say in the 50s, a fucking alien... Let's just say a UFO landed. you got lots of people that used to work there. They're all 100 now. They've done a 1,000 documentaries. And they say, I saw the spaceship and I saw the foreman. It's secretly just their Listen, dementia. If that ha- let's just say it happened. Well, so what? Mm-hmm. What now, man? They haven't come again. And, like, if they're going to come, I tell you, if I was an alien, this is me. Me, 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 me. I'm an alien. I'm coming down to my UFO. And I come and I land in Toronto. Hopefully not Parkdale, but I land in Toronto. <laughs> and if I land, and I, I just, not even if I land, if I'm just hovering, maybe I'm invisible because I'm that cool, and I'm observing Toronto, do I want to live here, and do I even want to take over this planet? Now, probably not. Yeah, it's hard Especially though. if he's landed in Parkdale, but probably not. He's going to see human beings walking other animals and cleaning up their poo. He's going to see the crazy road rage, let's say, on the roads. He's going to see... The Gardner Expressway. He's going to witness just that. Just the Gardner Expressway alone, I'd fucking take off. He's going to see just different just different things He's going to go to what, hip, uh, so, Liberty Village. What's so pleasant about Or like Hipster Village. Seeing like, like this is what we do. Aliens aren't spotted over Belize. Aliens aren't spotted over Bora Bora. They're not coming down and going, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> this looks like a screensaver. I'm done. I'm going to stay here. No, 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 no. They're coming and landing in fucking deserts and, like, trees where only one people sees them. And then he gets brought up and it's like, oh, it gets beamed up and then shoots out, like, a week later with no clothes on and all this goo on him. And he's like, (laughs) yeah, aliens took me and they probed me. But it's like, why? It's now 2019. This has been many, many years. I feel like if aliens are going to do all that shit... Like, what are they prepping for? Like, what does the probe even have to do with anything? Why probing? Like, I feel like they're just trying to, like, get information from us. See, pr- pr- honestly, I feel like it's because they see how we live. It's like, well, I'm not going to copy humans because they, they're failing. So let's just probe them. Let's stick a fucking stick in their butt. Let's take all the data. But why of go what, through all that? Of just what, us. what not to do. That's the thing is, what? How do we not blow up our planet? How do we not use all of Listen, our resources? If they've been able to figure out how to, you know, travel through time because it takes like, I don't know, five or six months to get to Mars or something like that. So I can't imagine how long it takes for them to get here. And if they're just going to come here and crash, and that's it. Like <laughs> your technology is so good that you were able to enter our atmosphere. And then crash land? Like, come but on. Our atmosphere may. It's created of different things. Like, but the like gravity's they didn't different. Like look into it. But how do they know how to test their technology when they're using their own atmosphere? It's Yelp. completely different. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I cannot. Yelp. Yelp like, is the let's answer. Let's see what planet is like on Earth. <laughs> let's see what the trout. What is it? Uh, um, travel request. What's it called? TripAdvisor. Oh my, like that Let's dude from um, Trivago. He got arrested for a DUI. 
So I'm surprised because he's living in Germany. I think he's a big deal in Germany. The fact that we know all of this is clearly uh, a subject or a testament to our fucking human stupidity. We should talk for a second about the fact that we delayed this podcast because oh. I have a temper and could not get my internet to work. And when I finally sucked up my pride to call my internet provider, which is tech savvy, to find out why you're being assholes, they tell me that the internet is out for all of Ontario. So if Jen just wasn't stubborn, she could have called from the beginning and found that out. I think I'm pretty smart. But we did... I think I'm pretty tech-savvy. However, I did try to be the good cousin and make her feel better, so I pulled up various YouTube videos for her to have on standby, for her to laugh at moving forward so she doesn't rage and punch holes in the wall and end up, uh, I don't know, fired from her job. I don't know. Um, Listen, I'm working mm-hmm. on my uh, temper. It's called Craft Dinner and Paps Blue Ribbon on Ice and some class band. Woo! And yeah, I'm not gonna say the other it's thing. A party. Maybe some uh, hey, pop, really good. Listen, I think Shelly, Shelly listens to this. Our dead Harrison's cousin. gonna have a good time with me. <laughs> so our little cousin. We can celebrate. Harrison got into residence. Woo! So our cousin, he lives in Cape Breton. He, he also would, likes paranormal shit. Yes. Segway, segway. And his house is also really haunted. Also, that's, I don't know about that. I will tell you a story. But he is, he, he's what, 18 now? <clears throat> or maybe turning 18. 18, because now I can take him to get a tattoo. So he would always come down every year since he was young to visit us during the summer from Cape Breton to Toronto. And last year, me and Jen took him out to Kensington Market. And we, actually, sorry, two summers ago. No. Yeah, two summers ago, we ended up getting matching tattoos. Me and Jen have anchors on our middle finger because we're from the East Coast, and it's a, I don't know, big ol' fuck you when you put it up. And we tried to trick his mom, Then he got one too that we, so we do Sharpie on his hand and tricked her. I don't remember this. Oh my God. Yeah, but now he's coming here to live because he's going to Ryerson. And I'm going to get him tatted up. Yeah, his mother is going to kill us, but that's okay. It's okay, Shelly, if you're listening to this. He's in good hands. Oh, yeah. Craft dinner and paps, just perfect university life food. He'll hey, man, survive. this is like a typical Monday night for me, and it's Friday, so... It's well, going time. back to the aliens, I'm interested <laughs> to see what goes down on that date, whatever it was in the end of September. I don't think much. I mean, I think it'll just be... The thing know, is, is... Something else will happen, like Kylie will poop like a kid or something. <laughs> Ariana Grande just has you a concert I mean? on the grounds. She'll have a new boyfriend that's like, you know, 80. <clears throat> There'll be something else to talk about. But um, speaking of Harrison, though, and then aliens and then like paranormal stuff, you've got a ghost story. I can tell a ghost story. Yes. People <clears throat> like to hear ghost. Do you guys want to hear ghost stories? Yes, you do. Woo-hoo. So I don't know the full details of it. Stop. <laughs> So, we would always, whenever we went to Cape Breton um, to visit during the summer, we would stay at Harrison's house. It is, how are we related? So, it's my mom's sister's daughter's, yeah, second cousin, sure. Just say second. Second cousin. (laughs) Um, In the basement, um, one of our other cousins, this is Sharon's granddaughter. Oh, you're talking about that story. Yeah. Apparently, yes. I think he was in the washroom. I slept in that basement. I did, too, and I didn't feel anything, but no. apparently something flew out of the wall in the basement. Mm. I think it was, and then, like, and I I believe her hands down. Like, I don't, she would not lie. There's no way. What's her name again? Sierra. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. I can't she, believe people named Sierra. <laughs> They're named after a truck. 
Oh my goodness. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I believe her. Um, that something I'm came sure out of the she wall. herself. 100%. But I also feel like, um, well, because Harrison lives in the basement, I feel like he's made comments that he's seen things before. He saw a girl. A girl? Yeah. What? He said he's seen a girl. Like no. a nightgown. Aren't they always no. in the same white fucking nightgown, though? Like, come on. Was it in his bedroom? I don't know. And then he asked me, because he knows I can feel shit, and I went down there by myself, and I waited, and I waited, and I thought for sure I could feel something, or someone will touch me, or something, and I slept down there by myself a few times now since they moved in. And I've slept down there a few times. And, well, I stayed there for a week, and I felt... I that didn't doesn't feel mean anything. that, like, you know, I just feel like I'm more of an empath, so I feel, I feel stuff that other people don't feel. I've definitely seen stuff. But the thing yeah. is, is, it may not be one that, like, needs to get your attention. You know, like, someone... No, but even if they're just chilling back, I feel it's more of, like, electricity. It's like, you yeah. walk into the room, and it sound, you feel, feel like, like static. the TV's on. Yeah. And you're like, is there TV on in here? But you felt you nothing. Feel no, but I felt stuff other places, that's for sure. Well, I want to hear those stories. I'll tell a story where there's one time... You tell your story, I'll tell mine. I've got All a few, right. but I'll tell one. <clears throat> this one time at band camp... <laughs> Kidding. Um, so, this was a house in downtown Brampton. It was a family friend's. It always was really creepy vibes. Um, I would only go there a few... Like, not very often. Um, it was... Yeah. Uh, Kelly and Floyd. Oh, Kelly. So... Their son yes, played. Tim Braden. <laughs> he's, he's a fucking model. He is a model, essentially. Um, anyways, <clears throat> um, it was their son played hockey with my brother for pretty much for their whole life growing up. So I'd go over there when they would have playdates and whatnot, and me and the daughter would hang out. We were pretty close in age. We would like make fucking bracelets and like gimp string, and yeah. we would put it on the bed, go into the kitchen, and then like things would be missing the gimp would be two different, like, different lengths. Like, things would just be moved around, and we could tell, because we know what we were, like, we know what we were doing. So this one time, um, there was a bunch of hockey kids over uh, for my brother, and one of the kids ended up doing a slap shot in the basement because they were taking shots, and it hit me right above the eye, and I was bleeding everywhere. So this could be attributed to maybe Brittany was concussed, but I know I wasn't concussed. They ended up putting me to bed, I don't know why that's probably not the best choice when a child gets hit in the head with a hockey stick. But uh, I, I, like, remember it was painful, yeah, and the bleeding stopped, but I wasn't concussed. Like, I didn't feel any, like, I didn't feel off. So I'm laying in the bed <clears throat> by myself on the main floor. The hallway light is on. The My bedroom light's off. The door's cracked open. So the light from the hallway is casted onto the floor. I'm laying there in bed, just kind of just fucking chilling um, with my my head wound and I see a shadow come across the floor right where like the open door um light was being cast onto the floor it was a really really dark outline of a man like you could fully see it cast onto the floor so the person who owned the house was a really big from Newfoundland probably like six foot four um dad so I figured you know it's probably just you know Floyd checking in on me and I you know, just wants to make sure, you know, make sure I'm not fucking dead <laughs> or passed out. So that's fine. And then I'm waiting. I'm like, you know, if, if Floyd's going to check on me, he'll check in maybe like, let's say 30 seconds is an appropriate time to stare at somebody. However, this shadow did not move from the floor for 
hours. I would turn over and like go pretend, like try to go to sleep and then turn back over and there was still the outline of that. It was like a shadow man on the floor. And I remember that. Like I remember this like vividly of what it looked like. It was just... Are you sure that the shadow like just wasn't something like someone placed something somewhere? One, and then- it was deep in the hallway for the bedrooms and it was an open like an open like light cast on the floor like a like a doorway it was just and then all of a sudden something was moved there and it was a man like there wouldn't be a purpose to put anything in that hallway it was already narrow in itself mm-hmm. and I didn't hear anything like I was I was fully awake and I just remember seeing this shadow cast it onto the floor and I kept trying to go to bed and it was just that their houses are probably over 100 years old though and I vaguely recall someone mentioning it after when they moved that they would experience like different activity and stuff but yeah so that's my uh my main story but now I want to hear Jen's she's currently making craft dinner and it smells so good uh, maybe with no milk because I want it extra cheesy yes do you want me to pause it so we can you can eat or no you can hear me the eat. only thing is, is it might be too far away I'm coming over. Okay, sounds good. Like from right now, it's too far away. Yeah, it just might oh, be like I'm echoey. Con- I just wanted to mix it and let it congeal, and then I'll tell my story. Cool. We're so, hungry. Some people know that I do tarot cards, but you know it's more entertainment purposes. Sometimes some weird shit comes through and happens, but you know. So a few years ago. Uh, I reconnected with someone. No. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> I cracked my knuckles People know I fucking hate cracking knuckles. <laughs> it's my Chinese water torture. So, I need to take these pills more often. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, so, a couple times I've done people's tarot cards, and uh, it's very rare that someone that's passed kind of comes through in my head or I hear something. And, you know, it's not like in the movies. It's not like I see anybody. Usually I can see them in my head and I can hear, like, their thoughts or whatever. So, and sometimes in other languages. <laughs> Excuse me. So that's the only way I know that it's kind of real in yeah. a way because I'll you say. You don't know those languages. I'll say, I don't know what this person's saying. I had this one gal I read one time in the park and. I can't remember the word now, but I kept saying, well, you have this lady behind you in black. She's not very happy, sorry, that I'm reading you. It's like against her religion or whatever. She's called I never heard this story, yeah. And she was like, yeah. Uh, She said, "Um, that sounds like my grandmother. And I said, well, she doesn't speak English. I don't know what she's saying, but uh, she's not happy. And I'm trying to read you, but she's in my face and she's like where is she now she's standing behind you and she's like like right behind me and I was like well it's not like in a movie where I'm looking at you and I can see her I can see her in my head standing behind you if that makes any sense like are you envisioning your friend sitting there too and then the girl bu- no like I could just like look I could be looking at you and not know that Buffy's not there right yeah. like say Buffy wasn't there but do I see Buffy like I'm looking at Buffy no it's like it would be an empty drawer, and then I could picture Buffy there. Oh, okay, okay, I got And you. I would describe what they were looking at, yeah. like, what they look like, all that stuff. So that's the only reason I do that is to, like, verify that I'm not fucking nuts as well, because it's supposed to be for fun. Mm-hmm. I don't really believe in a lot of this stuff. So I did tarot cards because in Alaska it was boring, and I got a pack of cards and <laughs> started reading tarot cards on ships, and 
sort of just saying whatever came to my head and I don't even know where it came from and a lot of shit freaked people out and freaked me out. And that would freak me the heck out. So when I uh, did this girl in the park, I wound up saying, I don't remember what the word was now, I said something, I said, this is what she, she's calling me this. And uh, she goes, that's Maltese. Like, I've ever fucking spoke Maltese. <laughs> and I said, well, what does it mean? Because it doesn't seem good. And she goes, she's calling you the devil. <gasps> no. Because she doesn't believe in that kind of stuff. But wait, so how, do you, how did you meet this girl? Just a friend of a friend. We were just okay. doing cards in the park. I've done oh her cards goodness. before, but I don't like doing cards. So people that come through like that, they come through every time. So I don't, I told her, to be honest, I don't really enjoy reading her cards. It's supposed to be yeah. fun. Well, because really you have someone fun. that's, like, present. But once in a blue moon, something comes up. So when I, when I met up with my friend from Ships, we were at her house, and it's, like, an older house in the schwa. I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but I don't know if she'll remember this, but I won't say her name. But we were having wine, just chit-chatting. She's a lovely person, one of the nicest people on the planet. And uh, we were in her stepmom's house, and she had gone upstairs to get more wine or something, and it was, like, a weird layout, you know, like a... Like, you know, a big house, but it had, like, you know, you walk in, you can go upstairs, downstairs. There's, like, up two steps, there's, like, a mini living room, and then there's a kitchen. <laughs> and then if you go downstairs, there's, like, a little, like, area to hang out in. And then if you go downstairs, there's even another area. And I think even more downstairs, there's, like, the laundry room. Jesus Christ. So it was a big house, though. It was a nice house. So we are in this, like, like, the basement area. So, like, the you know, the doors are there to go out into the backyard. And uh, so I guess, like, the first or second but it's down in the basement a little bit so second level so anyways we had done I think we did cards I don't remember because I, I don't always need the cards to like have any freaky shit happen but I uh need to she left and I need to pee and it's my first time in the house so I assumed in the basement there was a bathroom so I went to go down the stairs and uh so the room is the way it, it's like the way it is the way anyone would see it but in my head I didn't see the room the way it was until okay. I kind of snapped out of it. So there was an old guy sitting on it, what looked like a pullout bed. And he was in striped pajamas, very old, very sick. And he had a, he was trying to hold. Like a, a handkerchief? Um, no, trying to hold the oxygen to his face. Oh, okay. And there was an oxygen <clears throat> tank. And uh, Did you physically his, see this or yeah. envision? No, I could see it. And his back was to Ooh. me and I, I felt bad. Because I just went down and went, oh, fuck, someone down here. So I thought it was yeah. a real person. Oh I thought I was interrupting him. No. And I could see that he sensed me because he kind of turned. And then in that moment, I realized, oh, he's, he's not there. So, like, I can see it all in my head in the room. Like, I'm seeing something. Yeah. Like, maybe a past memory or something like that. Like a residual Not haunting, necessarily, yeah. Yeah, not necessarily like he's there in the moment, but I can feel it. I can feel it. and I'm, When did you snap out of that, though? Well, I don't feel uneasy <laughs> about it because I'm like, oh, I think this is her dad <gasps> who died. But you realized so, it right away, like cut it right away. Not, I got, ran, I, I, I was ran out, yeah. And I ran up the four flights of stairs. There's only four <laughs> steps, I mean. And then we're back in the living room, right? Facing the, like, um, the backyard. And she came down. I don't want to upset her. Yeah. I don't even know how long her dad's been gone. But I said, there's nobody in the basement, right? And she's like, no, why? Why? What did you see? Mm. And I said, well, I don't know if that's, like, his area that he hung out in. But 
I had to tell him in my head that I can't help him because I'm not educated enough. I don't know what to do. Yeah. But I told him that was I'm sorry. Was he asking for help? You Did just he feel like, it. Oh. He might so, have been, like, stuck there. Like, he couldn't I pass. said, like, all I know is that, you know, if you see a light. Yeah, go toward it. That's brighter yeah. than the sun, but it doesn't hurt to look at. Poltergeist reference. Then go go into the light oh my light. god i'm gonna cry but That's i said so it like sweet. in my head yeah because there's been other times where i've seen people in a flash and i'll just so i'll just say it out loud i'll go i can't help you because i'm just <laughs> like fuck i know it's not a real person so oh my god anyway and so i told her and she got upset and she said what did you see and i described everything i saw and she goes those are his pajamas that's what he wore that's what oh his hair god. looked like he was on oxygen so, that is so it's freaky because it's like, I don't know what I'm picking up and I hate the word psychic and I hate labels and I've done tarot card readings that are just a good time and I've done some where I see shit and I'm like, listen, <laughs> do you want to hear this? You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. I already know what you know you yeah. and it's not your fault kind of thing. Honestly, like I would, I feel like I would love that gift or ability, but I'd be so afraid of it. Well, it's why I don't read my own own cards. Number one, number two, I got into it because it was meant to be fun. And yeah. then when I started doing, the more you do it, the more I feel like I'm exercising, the better I get. Yeah. Or when I've been drinking wine, I seem to be very accurate. Because your intuition, like you're but like, it's like, I don't know. I don't like talking about it too much to people because. I understand from their standpoint, if they're just black and white, that's fucking garbage. You're just good at guessing. But I'm not that person when I do a reading. I don't go into it hoping that I'm going to find all this shit out. It's just, oh, you're going to fall in love? And, ooh, what about this job? And it's just supposed to be for fun. And then your dead grandma comes through. there's times that I do it, and I'm like, I, who the fuck is talking? I tried Mm -hmm. a bunch of my girlfriends. We got drunk and went out on the balcony here and was doing tarot cards. Or sometimes I just hold your hand. And I was like, wow. And I said, I don't know if this is your grandpa to my friend Heather, but I was like, he's he's not a good time. He's very rude. He keeps over interrupting me in my head. It's very distracting. He's very loud. And I said, this is what he's wearing. This is what he looks like with his glasses. I can still almost picture him. Oh, my goodness. And I said, he's standing right behind you. And she was start crying, and she's like, "You're describing my grandfather." And most people would describe a grandfather as like, "Oh, I miss you." And yeah. Like, but but I was just being honest. This guy's not a nice guy. He's a dick. He's being rude. He's annoyed with you for whatever reason. I don't know what the hell your problem is. So when you hit stuff like that, and then someone gets upset and says like everything you're saying yeah. is true, I'm like, well, I wish I could stand next to the Lotto Max and right? pick out my numbers, but it <laughs> fucking doesn't work that way. Instead, you know I'm going to pick up on your grumpy yeah. grandpa. However, I asked you this like 20 minutes ago, but I'm going to ask you again. What? Will you read my cards? Yeah, but not. I'm too tired to read them now. What can you? Can we pick like three, and then we can it be done? Doesn't work like that. Cause you gotta pick like. Well, we can do it super fast. I promise you, it'll be quick, quick. You can quick pick time. one. Cool. Pick, I don't even know where they are. All right, I'm gonna pause this until uh, she picks the or finds the cards, and we can see my future. Laugh. I laugh if it's like fucking death or something like that, which I picked I the last the time. Pod? Oh wait, are you here? All right, which a quick quick break. To eat some craft dinner, which I almost just choked on, that'd be a good death. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I feel like that's the one food you're, it's impossible to choke on. This is a, like a little noodle. It'll get down. <laughs> I still did it. It'll make its way down. Maybe right? special. 
I'm a special kind. <laughs> it even has a little hole in it. I could be like breathe through it. <laughs> <coughs> okay. It's the safe joke. <laughs> <laughs> you literally said it's impossible to choke on. Meanwhile, you're choking, choking on congealed on cheese. I'm choking on love. Is that what you say when there's a dick in your mouth? <laughs> Listen, I know who's listening to this. So I'm not saying nothing. I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> Today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Jen's going to read my cards. My tear. I don't think I was done what I was talking about. Was I done? You were done. You went to go get the cards. No, no, about the girl in the basement when I saw her dad. Yeah, you, so you finished I, it. I told her, and she was like... Yeah, it's my... Freaking out. Yeah. No yawning allowed. That wasn't a yawn. That was... <laughs> what do you... A stretch. Of your jaw. Yeah. Okay, so she's actually going to read my cards, and we're going to see how it goes. Let's see what's in it for my future. All right. Well, you have to go get them. The boxes oh, my are God. <laughs> Beep, beep, beep. Oh, oh. Uh, I see the book. Where's the box? No, right here. Oh. Okay. That was my exercise for the day. I burned off one noodle. <laughs> okay, so I pick five. Are we going to do the whole thing? Please. We can do it really quick. Stop texting. It's a boy. I don't care. Do I need to pause this again? I'm sucking up my data. Okay, here we oh, go. Oh, no. Okay, are you just going to pick one, or you want to just Can do... we just do a quick, like... Do you want love? I don't care. Anything. Then you have to shuffle everything. You have to everything. Shuffle away. Okay. I'm like a blackjack dealer. Or so we're, do, we're doing everything? I wish I had some pancakes. <laughs> oh, can I make a pancake? You can make a pan... That's what happens when you have one little hit of pot. <laughs> you know, Fucking want everything <laughs> from the golden griddle. Oh, uh, or Denny's. Golden griddle still exists? No, it's Den- well, Denny's. Denny's is great, too. Probably in the States. Denny's, Denny's is so is good. But you know what? If I'm going to put butter on my pancakes, I don't like Your pancakes? I don't like when the butter is rock hard and the pancake hot, is yeah. warm. I want buttery pancakes. All right. There you go. I shuffled. All right. Let's see when and how you're going to die. <laughs> you just base off of death. She chokes on a noodle. Based but I'm not going to finish the rest of this craft dinner. Oh, excuse me. It's mine. Would you take some? Did you take all of it? No. Like, excuse me. Sharing is caring. Say that to uh, Georgie. I should cut your face for some. Oh, she literally just popped up. Look at her. Uh, That's the cat. She's like in the mode yeah. of black cat mode where mm-hmm. her back's all arched. Hey, Georgie. She's she like, actually speaks. So if you say, ask her to say hi, she will. Georgie, say hi. Hey, Georgie. You want to say hi? Hi. She's a black cat and she realized that, oh, we're talking about death? Hi. Okay. Meow. She's really speaks hi? on command. Come here. Can you read my card? Hi, Georgie. Why aren't you talking? Hey, meow. You want to say hi? She knows what the word hi means. She's not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> Buffy's the scholar of the family, and she only has one eye. And yeah. she could read better 
at the That's optometrist than Georgie ever could. All she needs. All right. <clears throat> the book. The book. All right. So, your present, what did you shuffle? Did I, am I going to die? There's a lot about money in here, though. Really? Yep. The fact that I don't have any? Who does? I saw a meme. It was like, my my finances say that my in my best interest, I should just pass away. <laughs> nice. Yeah, legit. But even that costs money. Seriously, so the not hero, for me. This is your present position, the hero font. Hero the hero font. font. Oh, he literally has he's, two fingers up. It's almost a shocker. He's searching for spiritual meaning. Okay. So the true origin of this card has not been clearly established. Its meaning is certainly one of spiritual knowledge and or at least the desire for it and is not limited to particularly greed or doctrine. In essence, the arrow font represents the urge in a man to undermine, understand his higher nature. Okay. When this card appears in a reading, it suggests a wish to find a meaning in life that mm-hmm. touches a deeper layer of psyche than the desire for sorry the, than the desire for material success or social status. I agree. This with that. card means you feel a desire to explore the spiritual side of your nature through study with the aid of books. Alternatively, it may mean that a teacher, mentor, priest, or even psychotherapist appears in your life and helps you to explore the spiritual realm. Whichever route you take, the appearance of this card heralds a time where you will not be satisfied with the mundane or worldly aspects of life and will feel strongly inclined to search for an inner meaning and greater purpose in life. I completely agree with that <clears throat> because, well, I was laid off from my job. Now the whole world knows, which is wonderful. However, I've had a lot of time. It's happened to all of us. Yeah. I, uh... Definitely have been thinking more, I guess, in terms of... Getting more in tune. For sure, 100%. One, I have the time, but secondly... You gotta make the time. Like, well, I have... Well, 100%, and I, like, I do all of that, but it's... When you literally give everything to a company, like, your freaking heart and soul, like, to a fault, and it still kind of it backfires. You have to kind of reevaluate. Firstly, why did I do that? Secondly, there has to be more to life than than that you know like I don't know and plus too it's like that's not it's not my company you mean like why did I give I shouldn't have given everything you know but that's a lesson learned and uh I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the unemployed life so all right yeah that's good well this one's a money card and he's out in the dirt so let's see what's happening (laughs) so am I gonna find treasure this the theme of this card is loss of wealth (laughs) So on that note, if you're unemployed, here He's we digging go. in the dirt. Am I going to be here to see me homeless on the gardener being like, please, sir, can I have some more? Hey, man, I gave you some money. You gave me money? I said, you said if I see you on the gardener, I'd be like, I'd stop. Oh, oh, thank you. I'll stop. I'll give you a new, like, cardboard box. You're such like, a really like. I get, I get you a nice one, like, from, like, Ikea or, like, a fridge. It's a good size. You just buy me a children's tent and I'm good. You could, like, crawl in there. That'd be nice. I'm not a cat. Yeah, we all are. We're all big cats. Okay, Okay. go on. Five, this is your present expectations. Five is a number that generally, I hate this word, augurs? Augurs? I have no idea. Anxiety and tension in all four suits. In the earthy suit of pentacles, it can suggest that the difficulties may be of a financial nature. 
although this is by no means the only significance of this card. We often measure self-worth by material mm-hmm. status. So if this, sorry, so if that material status takes a dive, so does our sense of personal value. Yo, this Notice. is this is actually like creepily accurate. Well, because pick them. Notice, <laughs> let me finish. Okay. Notice that the beggars do not look up towards the lighted window. This indicates that a more serious problem might be the lack of faith in yourself, as well as low <laughs> self-esteem. <laughs> the underlying measure of the Five of Pentacles is that not only may there be difficulty in holding on to finances, but more importantly, you may be in danger of losing a sense of belief in the goodness or meaning of life. When this card appears in a reading, it should be advisable to pay great attention to both material and spiritual areas of life. And don't spend any fucking money. <laughs> Apparently. But that's actually, it, it's, it relates to the first card. Watch your money. That's crazy. Well, obviously, whenever you, like, if anyone loses a job or, like, that's definitely a way that you define yourself you know what I mean? Just wait. Oh, perfect. Because pentacles is usually money, but now you got... And what's unexpected, you got king of pentacles. Oh, perfect. The theme of this is financial security and stability. Oh, well, thank you. So you just have to go in the dirt and get a little dirty before so I'm just gonna, you can get cleaned off. So that means I'm just going to plant something. I'm going to grow some weed and start my own weed business. That's probably where it's You headed. can do that, too. <laughs> Let's see what the unexpected card says. So the king of pentacles appears as a figure of majesty and authority. He is an image of human ambition, which resonates with the sign of Capricorn and represents a wish for status and the power that gives the status gives. The King of Pentacles describes someone who has worked hard for success and is pleased with achievement. Like the Queen of Pentacles, he is determined to enjoy and benefit from his worldly goods. Like all of Earth court cards, the King of Pentacles as well is well aware of the necessity for effort and labor in order to achieve. He is not afraid of hard work and is, as a consequence, able to reap what he sows with calm ex- ex- bleh, with calm appreciation. Capricorn is a sign of worldly position and the King of Pentacles desires respect and status. The strong sense of determination and wish to succeed generally leads Capricorn to, a longed, to be the longed-for card, be it wealth, power, or, sorry, or social status. When this card appears in a reading, it suggests that either a powerful figure like the King of Pentacles will enter your life, or that you may need to develop these qualities of ambition and determination amongst yourself. While the history, sorry, while the King of Pentacles may not be the most colorfully dynamic, uh, oh my god, Jen. (laughs) While the King of Pentacles may not have the most colorfully dynamic qualities, of other kings, he's a very strong character and a generous, and with a generous nature and high moral principles. I agree. Are you gonna fall asleep while reading? No, I'm just like I, honestly, this it's it's so crazy. That's what's so unexpected. Unexpected. Mm-hmm. So it's financial. Something might happen where it's like, oh, what? I'm good. I'm getting this money. I'm gonna win the lottery. He picks a major arcana. So the sun <coughs> is. She's flipping, she's flipping. This should be right here. Okay, so this is your immediate future and then long term future. Okay. 
<clears throat> to immediate future, the theme of the card is joy, optimism, and clarity of vision. Ooh. I get two so, glasses. <laughs> the sun rules the day. I don't know if they want to hear all this. Like every I time. do, yeah. No, if they do, though. Oh, I, it's interesting. I'll let you like, who, the cats? <laughs> that I realize <laughs> we're recording. <laughs> the sun rules the day, brings clarity of vision and a sense of optimism and positive energy. Imagine worrying in the dead of night and remember the anxious feeling that surfaces when the moon rises. Now imagine the dark breaking and the sun rising in the sky. Feel the warmth of its rays and the fear drains away. Suddenly what seems impossible at the darkest hour seems possible again. This is the gift of the sun. In life there must be limits, which is why the sun and moon need each other. Too much solar energy can be exhausting and the moon is needed for rest and recuperation. By the same token, too much lunar darkness leads to depression. We need the sun and moon in equal proportions to achieve a healthy balance. Inner reading the sun brings a strong sense of enthusiasm and exhilaration. The sun's nature is to do, vari- to do a variety. I'm oh, sorry. It just says to do variety. Um, nothing seems impossible when the sun comes up, and even if it appears alongside more difficult cards, its joyful energy has a positive influence that permeates the reading it suggests an emphasis on action and positive thought and indicates of a time and indicates hey that was the cat the assholes and knock everything off it's because she has one eye she can't see no she's doing it on purpose <laughs> um so this card brings strength good health and general good cheer cool <clears throat> not bad not bad at I'll all i'll take that and then your long term another they're all pentacles Long term. It could just be the way you shook, but I mean, you shook, you shook. We're going with it. Okay. So long term goals slash. This is the six of pentacles. Future. And then we're going to stop it because Jen's going to fall asleep. So this theme is generosity and charity. Uh, six of the number of balance and equality. In the suit of pentacles, it indicates the need to share wealth and good fortune. The image on this card shows a rich man giving aid to those less material and successful, suggesting that monetary aid will be available when necessary. Another deep meaning of this card can also be emotional as well as physical aid, which may be offered or received. When this card appears in a reading, the benevolence can either be given to you, sorry, given by you to others in greater need, or received by you from others. The essential message of this card is the idea that you give what you can and take what you must. In life, no one will ever, will always be in the um, offering role. Uh, no, sorry, nor always in the receiving. You will all have opportunities to give and to take. The fact that the man holds a set of scales is significant. He's measuring out exactly what is needed, no more, no less. When the Six of Pentacles comes up in a reading, you will find yourself in a position of receiving or giving, the need, which may not be the same as what you want. Interesting. <clears throat> Could we... You're going to kill me. Could I pull one card for love? You would have to, like... Shuffle? Have to, like, take them out, yeah. Okay, I'm going to pause it. Because that pill is, like... <clears throat> I know. We're gonna, I'm going to pause it, and then we'll uh, start again. Okay, right. so now we're doing one love one. I picked the seven of cups. And begin. And the theme is daydreams. Okay. The Seven of Cups is a card that 
offers many options. However, deciding which one to choose can prove, prove quite a challenge. Uh, it is a card of fantasy and daydreams, but as they, all, as they are all up in the clouds, nothing will come of these dreams until they are brought into the plane of reality. Although this is a watery card, the dreams it describes are not restricted to those of romance and relationships. You may have been dreaming of all manner of dreams of wishes that third... Sorry. When this card appears in a reading, yet the important message it presents is the card... is the need, sorry, to commit yourself to one thing at a time. Unless there is focus and grounding all the dreams this card speaks of will remain castles in the sky and will never amount to anything tangible. So in the card, you know, you've got all these different things, like the dragon represents strength, mm-hmm. the, um, the jewels symbolize wealth, the laurel wreath stands for success, you've got the dove that represents spirit, a castle is security, the snake is sexuality. So, you know, it's telling you you need to focus on, like, one, get one real good before you move on to something else, or else you're kind of just spreading yourself thin. Uh, when the Seven of Cups implies a, wa- a ride... Oh, my God, my speech impediment's coming through. <laughs> when a wide range of potential opportunities, it can also contain drawbacks for when anything is possible, it becomes difficult to choose, especially when the choice will inevitably involve cutting off possibilities. The downside of the Seven of Cups is that it presents us with too much choice, which can prove to be just as difficult to handle as too little. Interesting. Loaded. Right? <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, on that note, Jen Jenny's got one eye open. <laughs> if that. Um, she's, she's a bum eye currently. Listen, we should just be honest. I had a temper tantrum. Uh-huh. We had to self-medicate. And I, yeah, might have choked up a little, but it worked. And she's feeling fantastic. And if we have to put disclaimers on this, I do support you having pot or getting CBD oil. Seriously. No problem. Everyone, you know, has their bad days, their rage, uh, their fucking depression, anxiety, and shit. So do what you got to do in order to make yourself feel better. I mean, except for heroin. I feel like that's (laughs) Don't do heroin. I, we would heavily advise against that's heroin, just, crack, meth. That's just putting fire out with fire. So you gotta, like, find the right outlet. So, like, healthy doses of Ativan or Clonazepam or yes, CBD or, oil. Or, like, bake a cake. Yeah. Smoke a joint in a park on a blanket. That's always nice. Get really cozy. Make your place freezing. Turn out all the lights and close all the blinds. And, and then watch, watch a really good finals. horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's many times where I slept over and to go to bed, Jen would have her phone playing Forensic Files. Yeah. And I <clears throat> had no problem with that because it's soothing in a way, in a very, very creepy way. But anyways, uh, that is... Well, this is what happens when you do a podcast and uh, you're on prescription drugs. <laughs> Stop. I won't say which one, but it just we makes already me a said little it. sleepy. We already said it. You already said no, it. I don't think you said mine. And these are used, um, they're prescribed, used. they're used as needed. Yeah, I, like, I took them out of the garbage can <laughs> that was sucked on for a little bit. <laughs> there was still a little bit of anti-depression left in them, so I sucked on them, sucked them all out. I cannot. Everything is used. You know. I don't even know. You know you're 
like feeling much better if uh, you just want to eat every fucking dirty thing you think of. <laughs> she, I, I want like a marshmallow Oreo. <laughs> she already said. So first it was I want a McFlurry. Then she's like I wish I had a Snickers. <laughs> Because those bitches I helped out this morning were being bitches when I went back. And I was like, you could just give me a free whatever or whatever, but. (laughs) Who? Work? No, these people that came into work that were complaining about McDonald's. Oh, okay. Today was also the day of, like, complaint city. Fun times. All right, on that note, this is Cousin's Corner. Cousin's? No, Cousins Corner. Oh. Yeah, she came up with that lame name, but let us know what name you think we should come up with. Because Jen didn't help me we're whatsoever. Taking, we're taking suggestions. I don't know, Cousins Corner almost sounds like like a pedophile name on, like, online. I'm going to get you in the corner. Like, where did you, uh, where did the sting room happen? Cousins Corner. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Cousins so please Corner. help us rename this podcast because we don't know what to name it. And apparently Cousin's Corner is rapey, so. It, it's a little, like, I feel like I could see that on the side of a white van. Cousin's Corner? Yeah. Get inside, free candy? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Free cousins. <laughs> We're not cheap. <laughs> Anyways. All right. I'm going to end this now before Jen says any more nonsense. Um, thank That's you for listening. That's why you had me around. 100%. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, give us feedback and help us rename our shit fucking podcast all right so long au revoir (laughs) perfect